0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. Uh, Your
1: hosts this morning are myself, Jack Connelly, and my wife, Doreen. Um, And when you're not listening to Real Presence Live or uh, Real Presence Radio, be sure to check out the Real Presence Radio app where you can listen live or find podcasts from a past show. Look for it on in your app store. And you can. Uh, there's all sorts of other information in there about uh, Real Presence Radio that you might find interesting. And uh, with that, I think let's get back to our program. And we're happy to have with us Deacon Mike McEwen from the Diocese of New Ulm. And he's from, did I hear you say Sleepy Eye? Mm-hmm. From Sleepy, Eye, yep, that's Mid- correct. We, we, from Sleepy Eye, Minnesota, and uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the healing ministry, especially praying for physical healing. So thanks for being with us, Deacon, but why don't you start out by just giving us a little bit of background about yourself. Uh-oh. I think we just, okay, well, I guess we just lost our signal, but we're going to be talking about uh, praying for healing and uh which is uh, certainly a, i think a, a timely topic because uh, i think we all need healing of some sort and i would say even even as a culture we probably need healing as well
2: right and if we want to segue back to backwards if that's the thing you can do to gardening i know that there's much healing that occurs in people when they um you know, after they've been traumatized with, through gardening.
1: Right. It's considered very therapeutic. Right. I think just digging your hands in the dirt. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Kind of being one with that nature that God has given to us to tend. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: well. How about a joke? How about a joke, yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> I will find a joke. So, here's one. Why don't crabs ever share?
1: Um, I don't know. Why don't they share?
2: They're shellfish.
1: I get it. Okay. I got another one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, there there are three guys. Uh, normally this is told in... in... Is Deacon Oops. back with us? Oh, okay. Deacon is back right. with us. Good. Welcome back. Okay, we will not have to regale you with any more bad jokes.
3: <laughs> I, I missed them, so hopefully <laughs> okay. you can hear me now.
1: Yes, we can hear you loud and clear. And I, as I was... Uh, Telling our listeners, uh, and I think you were on at the time We're explaining the healing ministry Especially praying for physical healing And so again, Uh uh, for our listeners We're talking with Deacon Mike McEwen From Sleepy Eye, Minnesota In the Diocese of New Ulm And Deacon, again, thank you for being with us And uh, we're going to let you kind of introduce yourself And kind of uh, introduce your topic, if you will So take it away
3: Okay, before we got cut off, I was uh, explaining that uh, currently I work for the Diocese of New Alm. I do uh, different roles for the diocese, but one of them is the Director of Healing Ministry. And we do mainly Unbound Ministry, which is more of an inner healing ministry. But uh, we've also um, been kind of gradually uh, getting acquainted with prayer for physical healing. And I know a lot of times Catholics aren't quite as familiar as some other faith backgrounds with healing, and we feel that's a little uh, awkward for us. But, um, you know, it's part of our our spiritual heritage. It's part of the charisms of the Holy Spirit that we've been given, not only individually but as a church. And a lot of times what we find is when Christians come together to pray for healing— It doesn't matter whether somebody has a gift of healing, but that people are coming together to, you know, pray to God for the healing of a person. And a lot of times when that happens, we see some tremendous things happen. So um, I always try to encourage people not to be afraid to pray for someone for physical healing out loud at the time and, uh, and see what happens. And a lot of
1: times God is right there to surprise us. So. Right. And I think it's important to stress the idea that you just brought up that, you know, anybody can do it. It's not necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't necessarily have to have the gift of healing. I don't know that there is any particular uh, recipe or protocol or, uh, you know, specific Words or rites that you need to observe, but the just the idea of people praying or healing. Yeah,
3: and and a lot of times God isn't bound by a formula or whether you said things according to a, a certain prayer. It's just that you're pouring your heart out to God, asking for healing for somebody that that you care about or that you love. So I'll give an example. You know, you mentioned um, how you don't have to have the gift of healing. I remember one time I was speaking to a men's group um, down in southern part of Minnesota, and, and I was explaining how, uh, you know, how healing can work and how we don't need to have the gift. You know, we, can, we don't have to worry if, if that's our charism or not. We just need to you know, step out and, and pray together. And so you know, as an example, there was a guy in the group that uh, he had injured his neck, um, he was taking an auger off a tractor and, and kind of crunched his neck, and he was in terrible pain that day. And so I said, okay, well, we're going to do this. We're going to gather around him, and, you know, we prayed that God would heal his neck. And his pain was all gone. He had full motion in his neck, and they were all really happy with that. And it's like, okay, well, they, they saw how it worked. Well, on my way home, I got a call from one of the guys, and he said, Deacon Mike, we were just thinking about what you said about how you don't have to have the gift. You can just get together and pray. Well, there was another gentleman there that he had just gotten done with a shoulder surgery. And you know how your how things are right after surgery, a lot of inflammation, a lot of pain, you don't want to move it too much. And uh, so they said, well, we decided to try it out. We all gathered around him and said a healing prayer for him and he was totally healed. He had full mobility. He you know, he had no more pain in his shoulder and it had just been a couple days since he was done with surgery. Wow. And yeah, and they were just shocked at the results of prayer and I said, "Okay, this is this is your sign. You know, don't worry about who has the gift or if they have the gift, just get together." And, you know, lay hands on someone and pray for them. And God so many times surprises us.
2: Really, it's it's about the love that we have for one another. You know, and it makes me think of, you know, Jesus' words about, you know, having faith the size of a mustard seed. And I think sometimes there's something in us that, you know, is misdirected and thinks that maybe God doesn't want this person healed. But I think... You know, to approach with the assumption, yes, he does.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of just kind of the well. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I just can't do that. I'm not good enough, or something mm-hmm.
3: like that. Right, and and uh, that's all true. None of us are good enough. Exactly. God, <laughs> right. God yeah. is not restricted by our limitations, yeah. and I think you know sometimes that's why faith is stronger in a group. Like I, I think of a I've had. Um, many, many people that I've prayed for have received a full or partial healing. And um, I I can only think of one time that I actually prayed by myself for somebody um, that nobody else was around. And, you know, and it was a kind of healing of macular degeneration. But the rest of it, it's always, if I see people around, it's just like, hey, you know, come over here, let's let's pray together for this person. The more people, the better, and there's faith, it's kind of like a, uh, faith is built in a group. If somebody doesn't have the faith, if they think, yeah, I don't know if I have the faith for this, you know, when you're in a group of people and you're all praying, it's like you're all, you know, offering, you know, your faith is blended together, it makes it stronger, and, you know, it, so often, those healings happen when more than one person is praying for someone.
2: That seems very consistent with um, Jesus' words to us, too, where two or more are gathered in my name. You know, that, exactly. Like you said, He's doing the healing, and He's doing it through the human person
3: i give you a, a perfect example of this. Um, this, you know, a lot of times we think of uh, just the person that he's being prayed for being healed. But I was doing a parish mission, um, and a parish retreat, and it came to the part about, you know, using the charisms that God has given us and how we don't have to necessarily have the gifts. So um, I... was showing them how to pray for someone and so there's a lady there that had a a knee injury and was in a lot of pain so we all gathered around and and began to pray and as we prayed um she didn't have a full healing i think she had a, a pain level of like eight and it was down to about you know one or two so she said it was still kind of sore, but uh, the major pain was gone. And we thought, well, that's that's great. That's something, you know, and we were happy with that. And the next day I got a call from one of the ladies that was um, part of the retreat. And she said, you know, you're, you're not going to believe this, but my shoulder was healed when we prayed for her. <laughs> she said, I felt something go through me she said it was a rotator cuff injury she said i was i was going to schedule the surgery for it i couldn't lift my arm higher than you know part way up and she said now i have full mobility the next day i get a call from the lady that was on the other side and she said you're not going to believe this but i had bursitis in my hip and that bursitis is gone and another guy told me or told the group that he had major uh, chronic back pain that was gone when we prayed for this woman so four healings in one prayer well, it was amazing you,
1: you've heard of collateral damage now we've got a new one called collateral healing i guess so <laughs> why don't you hold on to I, I know you've got some more stories for us but we've coming up on a break and so for our listeners out there stay with us uh, we'll have more on real presence live here with deacon mike McEwen from the diocese of new Almond. we're talking about uh um healing, healing ministry and it's particularly the prayers for physical healing.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
2: Honor your Father by word and deed that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3-8. Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church.
3: We have a tremendous opportunity here to develop those warriors for the faith that we were talking about. Um, And Real Presence Radio is just one of those tools in the toolbox. Uh, I'm fully confident that it is helping in this regard, and that it is helping shore up the faith of our Catholic brethren. And so uh, there's tremendous things. And you look at the number of seminarians we have out of the Diocese of Bismarck, 28 seminarians right now, and a number of women in, in a religious formation. That isn't happening in a void. It's happening because of those Catholic schools. It's happening because Real Presence Radio plays a role. It's happening because we've got great priests and monsignors that are spreading the message and, and proclaiming the gospel.
2: This is Kathy Long from Our Lady of the Black Hills in Piedmont, South Dakota. This is Mary Lunders from the Cathedral in Rapid City, South Dakota.
1: This is Father Shannon Luck, pastor of Queen of Peace in Dickinson. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: Thank you for staying with us. And if you're just joining us, we're visiting with Deacon Mike McEwen from the Diocese of New Ulm, and we're talking about uh, healing ministry. And um, I guess... Uh, one of the questions, even though we, we mentioned on the other side of the break, that there is no particular formula for healing prayer. But Deacon, how would you recommend people pray for physical healing?
3: Well, uh, I guess two parts to that uh, question is kind of our demeanor when we pray. Um, is it makes a big difference in how that's accepted, because um, especially as Catholics, um, if if we're praying for someone that is, uh, you know, not used to that type of prayer, um, your demeanor makes a big difference. For instance, if somebody's, uh, you know, like you've seen on maybe TV, like uh, evangelistic faith healers that are very dramatic and have a lot of flair, and, you know, it's like, I'm here to heal you, and, you know, it's, if we approach somebody and say, God told me that you're going to be healed, and I'm, you know, that's just, it doesn't go over well with so many people because it's like, hey, I'm not used to this. Who are you? You know, what I do, and I, I do it with people that I know or even sometimes strangers that I see that are maybe limping along, is just take the time to say, hey, I i, I noticed you're limping. What's you know, what's going on? And they will talk about their their injury or, or, you know, a surgery that they've been through. And just to calmly say, well, do you mind if I pray for you for that? And a lot of times we think people are going to think, ah, I don't know about that. But so many people, I'd say, you know, 95% of the people are like, really, you would pray for me? You know, they're very grateful that someone would take the time to pray for them. So um, going through a, a short prayer... And being, I, I, I'm a very low-key person, so I'm not very dramatic. And I, I try to keep it that way just to, to help people to feel, um, not, not feel unsettled. And so what I do, the, the main steps that I do, first of all, you know, to say, Lord, he, Heavenly Father, we come into your presence. We thank you for your mercy and your love. So acknowledging God's presence, his mercy and love is, Step number one, then calling on the Holy Spirit. I might say something like, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to breathe the power of your Holy Spirit into this person, into George here that we're praying with. You know his problems. You know what needs to be taken care of. So asking for a release of the Holy Spirit is step number two. And then talking about the specific problem. So... If he's got a sore shoulder or shoulder injury, I may say, you know, in the name of Jesus, um, I, I, I ask that you would restore um, bones, muscles, ligaments, tendons, nerves that are part of his shoulder and bring them into proper functioning order um sometimes we can do a command we don't command god but we can command pain to be gone in the name of jesus pain be gone from this shoulder in the name of jesus i speak life to this body and this shoulder um depending on what you're comfortable with again there's no right or wrong way to to do that and then finally um giving thanks and glory to the trinity i might say i praise you jesus i thank you holy spirit i give glory to you heavenly father so when you look at that prayer if it wasn't that dramatic you can do it like even in a in a store and not be noticed except for you know standing next to the person and it takes what 25 30 seconds and in that 25 30 second prayer so often people receive uh, you know a very big release or a, a big healing in a short prayer sometimes they receive a partial one and I'll just say hey We've both seen how this works Can I pray again And so because of their increased faith Because of the release of pain The second time we pray There's a deeper level of healing Or it may be totally gone
2: So you You do sort of have um, You know some key components Praying in Jesus name And um, You know calling on God the Father And and then expressing, praying with confidence, and then expressing the gratitude for what God will work in this. That, mm-hmm.
3: and that's uh, again, like I will pray to God the Father. At beginning mm-hmm. with other people go straight to Jesus. Some people just go to calling on the Holy Spirit. Um, they're all God, and mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong way. It's just kind of I'm more Trinitarian in how I pray. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. i I think it's interesting though when you know when you're saying in the name of Jesus I command or i you know drive you out or whatever the terminology was it's interesting the the power of the name and also it's a power that we can call upon you know and uh, we
2: do before every prayer we pray in the name mm-hmm. of the right. Father, Son and holy spirit mm-hmm.
3: right and, and we we have a power to uh command pain to be gone or whatever by virtue of our baptism so when we are it's not in our own name that we're doing this we're doing it in the name of jesus he's given us that authority that power um you know before he sent the apostles and the disciples out he said go lay hands on people and and heal them in my name you know it's like that's part of our part of what he's given to equip us for mission in the church
1: now you you gave you gave an ex- your example about you know how you can do this in a grocery store or a store or anything like that. Do you have any stories of having done that yourself?
3: <laughs> um, well, I I'll share one with you that was kind of a, a real surprise to me because I wasn't looking for it. Um, this was somebody that approached me. It was actually two ladies that were Baptists, and one of them told me, she just said, that she felt God tell her that I was supposed to pray for her friend. And I said, okay, what's wrong with your friend? And she had all kinds of problems. She had a couple of discs She had a uh, fused spine in a couple of spots. She had uh, a cracked kneecap. She, could, she couldn't open a bottle. She couldn't push a door open by herself. So she was in a real rough shape. She kind of walked forward, bent over. And, uh, I prayed for her once and I had the, the other woman pray and, you know, didn't seem like anything happened. And I said, well, let's pray again. And the second time we prayed, um, she was totally healed. She went from bent over and, and mostly crippled to jumping around, uh, flexing, showing me that she had full range of motion. She was, you know, like, just squatting and jumping, and it was just a a tremendous blessing. And I remember I was even blown away by God's goodness, you know, so far above what I could ask or imagine. I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't the one going out and and looking to uh, pray for someone or offering it. It was like that was put on their heart by the Holy Spirit, and I just, I was there, and I offered the prayer.
1: Well, Deacon, that's, a great story. Unfortunately, we don't have time for any more, but I'm hoping that uh perhaps the next time we have you on the air, you'll have more similar stories of uh healings like that that you can you can tell us about because I think it's a it's a it's a wonderful, I think it's a wonderful type of prayer and uh, it's a probably a great ministry that you have and it's it's a good reminder that uh we should pray for healings for ourselves and for others.
2: And very encouraging, I think, to everyone who heard you um, to have the confidence to pray on behalf of
1: others. Yes, and now we have to go to our technical director preview of the next show, but I want to remind our listeners we've been visiting with Deacon Mike McEwen from the Diocese of New Ulm. But now it's back to Rachel. Thanks. So coming up on the next Real Presence Live on Thursday... Father Randall Kazel will be hosting from the St. Michael's Church in Pine Island, Minnesota. And first, Sherry Wolfert will talk to us about the Entertaining Angels Hospitality Workshop. Then, Father James Bissonette from the Diocese of Duluth will reflect on the ordination and installation of Bishop Felton. And then, Sister Christina Newman from St. Anne's Guest Home will share how to know if someone you care about should consider assisted living. All this and more coming up on the next Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. All this and more. It sounds like all this is more than enough to fill up an entire program, so I don't know what, what, the, what, the, what the, the more is going to entail, but uh, it sounds like a pretty full program.
2: Yes, it sure does.
1: <laughs> well, we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in for tuning in today uh, for this segment of Real Presence Live, it's been our delight to be with you. And uh, I thought it was fun talking about gardening. I the uh, the the scriptural you know references and uh, you know and then the vine and the branches that Nikki was talking about that that was that kind of gave me a whole different uh, look at that particular uh, parable.
2: Yes, I and in the way even to end with. A little off the topic of gardening, um, healing, but to give the confidence that you know what I can learn in gardening by planting that dead seed and trusting it's going to grow—it's yeah. like that can be applied to my trust that God can heal, right. you know, through our sure through our prayers. Yeah, so, yeah. and the,
1: the the part about gardening with children I thought was a lot of fun. I mm-hmm. I just think the idea of watching kids, delight you know, delight, <laughs> and that sort of stuff is mm-hmm. wonderful. So yes. that's it for today. Glad to have you, have you were with us, and we'll see
0: you probably in about a month. <laughs> this has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6.